Are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your own life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking massive action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transform your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, of stepping into your power and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adi. I'm your therapist, your coach, your mentor. Join me as we heal your life together. In episode four, I will dive deep on the five steps I took when I committed to my own healing journey. And I'm about to get real vulnerable and share my story with you in hopes that it may inspire and encourage you on your own healing transformation journey. All right, sister friend, before I dive into the show, I just want to take a minute to just thank you all for taking time to subscribe, review, and rate the show. It's new and growing, so it means so much that you find value and share the show. When you do that, this really helps our mission in making healing more accessible, common, and empowering for women all over the world. I have listeners from Thailand, Mexico, Canada, and a huge audience in the U.S., so shout out to all of you and thank you so much. I'm going to read one of the reviews because it just brings so much joy to my heart. And it says, listening to Adit literally gives so much comfort and encouragement. It's like a warm, cozy hug from a friend. I love this podcast. And that comes from 777KO. Thank you so, so much. And whoever is listening right now, I hope that you feel the warm, cozy hug from a friend. All right. So in episode one, I shared a little bit about my why, which was my sister in starting all of this and really inspiring my healing journey after her passing. So I can't start my healing journey without sharing first about who she was and who she was to me and our family and to so many people who loved her. My sister's name is Odette. She's a mother. She's a daughter, a sister. She was a wife and so, so much more, a friend. And her laugh, if you knew her, was so infectious and Hands down, any time you were around her, she would definitely just light you up. She had a very easy and like calming energy and presence around her. It was very easy to be around her and also just so inspiring at the same time when she had her ups and downs. She always remained faithful. One of her favorite movies was The Elf (laughs) and Every time around Christmas time, we would watch that. And her laugh was just one of my favorite things about her. She was born actually on Christmas Day. So naturally, it was one of her favorite holidays. And we would celebrate Christmas Eve. And it was her favorite thing, actually, to pass out gifts. Even on her birthday, the eve of it, she would be just lit up to hand out gifts to the people that she loved. That's just her character, that was who she was at her core. And she would light up when she felt that she was impacting other people in her life that she loved and made a difference in them. She was a woman of faith. Her faith in God was so strong and never shook at any point, even when she was going through chemo and radiation. It was so, so inspiring to be around her. 
And even on her hardest days, she would celebrate life. One weekend, I was spending time with her, and I remember she woke up in the morning, and the first thing that came out of her mouth was happy anniversary to her husband. And this is after she was taking her chemo and felt so nauseous and so sick and she was so ill, but she woke up that morning with just so much vibrancy and wishing her husband a happy anniversary and celebrating love. That was who she was at her core. At her worst days, she was still just one of the most inspiring people to be around. And until her last breath at the age of 38, that's the woman that Odette was and still is through the legacy of all of us who are her family to carry on her spirit and her character. So after Odette passed away, my life was chaotic. I mean, all of our life was crazy. My entire family, it feels like a complete blur when I think back to it. Felt like an endless timeline of complete heartbreak. And I stayed in the anger stage of grief for a majority of the time when she passed in 2014. I didn't really technically start feeling the effects of my healing until four years later in 2018. But kind of going back to that time, there were moments of joy between 2014 and 2018, those four years, and there was laughter, but they were far and few between. There's a poem by Khalil Gibran that's called Joy and Sorrow. It's one of my favorite poems and I always go back to it from time to time. And he always says, you will laugh again, but you will not laugh all your laughter. And that was me for four years. I wasn't present in my relationships. I wasn't present in my life. I really wasn't present at work. I wasn't present really anywhere. And I felt hopeless more days than not. And the struggle for me was I was trying to return back to myself again prior to Odette's passing. So wherever you are, I just want you to take a moment to pause and just ask yourself if you relate to this in some way. Have you ever lost someone that you love? This could be from them passing away. Maybe it's from an ending of a relationship. Maybe they changed after a medical reason or an accident a time or even an ongoing way that you are continuing to struggle with making sense of your reality and like me trying to go back to who you were before the trauma happened or the experience or the breakup or the death and it just feels like a bottomless pain and consciously you're knowing you're not happy and therefore you're not present in your life in your relationships or at work does this sound like what you might be going through Does this sound like somebody that you love and that they might be going through this? If so, I I really want to not keep any of what I did a secret. I want to explain the five solutions that I took that really led to where I am today and feeling this inner peace that even things are not perfect, nowhere near that in my life still, but I can return to this peace that I have inside of me that never existed before at this level and I am now completely okay with who I've come out to be post Odette passing and I am no longer struggling to try to go back to who I was before because I that person 
will never exist. And I had to find out who the new me was post her passing. So here are the five steps that I took. If you're near a pen and paper, go ahead and jot these down and take notes and really adapt them to make them fit your life and your lifestyle because we're not the same person, but you can probably relate to some level if you're listening this much in that you're struggling with something and there's something that hurts and there's somewhere in your life that you have pain and you want it to just feel better. And these five steps, I hope, can help you get there just like they did for me. So step one, I went to therapy and I really wanted to seek somebody that wasn't a friend, that wasn't a family member, that wasn't somebody that I would see at a dinner party later after spilling my guts out and wouldn't really get to run into me anywhere else that was very personal space for me in my life. And a therapist was exactly who I needed. I was intentional in finding someone that represented my culture in some way and represented who I could get comfortable with. And she disclosed to me that she had lost someone in her immediate family and I immediately was able to dive deep with her because of that. So when self-disclosure from a therapist, including myself as a therapist, I'm sharing of myself on this podcast and there's ways that it's going to help and heal somebody because they can connect to my story. And that's what therapy did for me with this woman. I was able to really face my fears. I was able to face my fears of death, of just so many things swimming in my head. I really got to learn about who my identity was shifting to be post all this loss that I've experienced and how my work and my personal life kind of intersected and where I wanted to make some changes. and just my relationships. I had tons of strategies each week walking away from her that I applied. And so it was a very healing space that I could hold where no one else knew what was going on but me and I needed that. Number two, I gave permission for the sad and the angry feelings to exist without judgment. So after step one, going to therapy, this really gave me the permission to feel my feelings, to validate my experience and validate my feelings. And I didn't have to judge what I was feeling. I could just feel them. Number three, I moved my body. I really began to get a routine down where I would find some way that I was going to be engaging in a physical activity that day, whether it was for a walk, whether it was for a run and going to a yoga class, signing up and going to the gym and just finding a way that I was at least moving my body in some way. Some days that looked like stretching at home and just, again, really making that time sacred to move my body. So I would feel my feelings, and then I would move my body through them. Number four was prayer, meditation, and really leaning on my faith. And I would find time to make sure that I incorporated in some way just time that I was taking intentional breaths and connecting with nature and really feeling that my angels were around me that my sister and my dad and people who have passed on that I love have been around me and I felt God's spirit and energy working in my life. Number five, 
I channeled my pain into something bigger than myself and bigger than my pain. I created a different relationship at that point with my with my problems and I shifted my perspective and that only happened last. So I had to really go through steps one through four and in that order to really get to a place where I can channel my pain. And all of that really led to an intentional 12-week transformation journey in 2018, where I really decided to take the next 12 weeks to really even make all of those things come together in a much more intentional and sacred way where I was really strict with my boundaries. In those 12 weeks, I really said no to a lot of things. I turned my phone on airplane mode. I only consumed podcasts and books that were helping me heal and I was following feeds and accounts on social media that were helping me heal so anything that was not that had to just be out of my energy field and as much as that I could control for that I did and the things that I couldn't I just I was you know at peace with it and so I just stand at guard at my mind my body my spirit and it, it all of those steps those five solutions They all have an element of mind, body, and spirit. Therapy was mind. Exercise and movement was body. And reading the Bible for me and praying and meditating was spirit for me. And how I know with certainty that this works and it worked for me is because five weeks into my transformation journey, I actually got a call from my sister, my family, that I was not expecting and in a very similar way that I found out Odette's chemo was no longer going to work and we'd have to start planning for hospice. I was in a car and I got a call that my father passed away and my father passed away only four years after my sister Odette passed away and 10 days after her four-year anniversary. So she passed away on July 4th and by July 14th, 2018, he had passed away and we got the phone call. And by then I was five weeks into my healing journey, like I had mentioned, and I still had more weeks to go. And how I know my healing journey worked for me by taking those five steps and solutions was because when he passed away, I was still able to move forward in my life with this inner peace that hadn't existed before since Odette passed. And in my life, it wasn't perfect and it never has been, nor do I ever expect it to be. It just meant that I can carry the weight of the pain in such a way now that my mind is at ease, even on challenging days. And it wasn't easy and it still isn't easy. I have my days not having lost one, but two immediate family members and how there's ripple out effects and there's secondary losses that take place after one person passes away in your life. So with a short time, six months after my wedding for my father to pass and for me to commit to this healing journey in five weeks and just continue to, to not look back and to continue to move forward in this way that I have healed. This is why I'm so passionate about sharing my story and being on a podcast and sharing daily on social media because this worked for me and there's absolutely no way that it can't work for you too. I look onward in my life with gratitude and I'm so grateful that I had a sister like Odette, that I had a father like Halbert 
and I'm so grateful for the time I had with them and that we had as a family. I can hold space in my heart for the sorrow and the joy in one breath without needing to fix it or change it or wish it differently at this point. And again, that wasn't always the case. I was absolutely so angry and living my life not present for four years. Memories that I don't even remember times in my life for four years where I just look back and I'm like, what happened? I don't know who I was. I don't remember any moments that I can completely feel like I was grounded in peace. So my dear friend, being strong doesn't mean holding it in. Being strong doesn't mean that you don't go get the help that you deserve, that you have to stay suffering in whatever state that you're in and in whatever experiences that you're having that's not strong and you are worthy to go heal and to live your life and be present for your relationships, be present for yourself. I hope by me expressing myself openly and honestly, this really inspires you to take a look at your own life and see the spaces that you need to look at to begin healing and how you can apply the five solutions and adapt them in any way that you need so that you can really begin to experience this inner peace because it does exist. You deserve to feel like you're in the driver's seat of your life and to really want to respond to things rather than emotionally react. That's what I did. I was reacting versus responding. And there's such a difference internally that you feel when you're responding versus to reacting. Now I'm able to look at my triggers as teachers and thank them and really now have built a system that works for me so that I can work through the difficult emotions that still continue to come up. And that's what I want for you, friend, that you take these five solutions and you build your system to heal and that you continue to build upon it and you turn your five solutions into 10 solutions and you create a structure and a system that you will have for a lifetime just like I do. Now I'm not so stuck on an outcome. I don't allow someone or something to take away my power and my control. I always look at what's within my circle of influence and stay in that. And I can acknowledge the things that are out of my circle of influence and out of my control and and allow and give permission to the feelings of sadness and anger to exist for those things. But I will not live there. I go back to my circle of influence within a time frame that works for me, that my bounce back rate is so much quicker than it used to be. And so I believe in you. I believe that you can build and cultivate this for your own life. So you don't have to go months and years like I did to, to struggle. And, you know, I don't know that I would go back and change anything. So you might go months and years too. And that might be a point where you just hit and say enough is enough like I did and really crave your healing and do whatever it takes to get there. And when you're hungry enough for it, it doesn't matter. It won't stop. You will find ways to make it happen and invest in your rest and invest in your peace. And I hope that these free tips and ways that you can do that really can be the catalyst for your healing and your transformation that you don't have to wait for your life you don't have to depend on things going right or to never hear something bad ever again or bad news that you don't have to depend on your joy and your life being that um, things are painless 
that actually my life in spite of things that are painful and sad, that I keep my peace, that staying with the feeling and moving through it with techniques that worked for me and that will work for you, that even in those emotional pains and times that you can find that peace, that rest and control within yourself, that my faith in God is the strongest it has ever been now. And I do believe that there's so much more than this moment in time where flesh and bone meet that spirit is here and so really aligning your mind your body your spirit and really bringing that forward to be so present in your life that then nothing can shake that you're not waiting for the next bad news that you know that that bad news is coming and when it comes you got it you can handle it and if anything it's going to be the thing that becomes your breakthrough so in summary the five steps i took to heal and really align my mind, body, and spirit was number one, going to therapy. I really worked on healing my mind in there. Number two, I gave permission for the sad and angry feelings I was feeling about the grief and the loss that I had and about all the injustices in the world, especially being a social worker and in mental health for 14 years. All those years of sad stories that I just felt so angry about, I finally had permission for them to exist without judgment. And number three, moving my body. And when I felt those feelings, to have them just feel stuck there sucks. And so you have to move your body in some way. And number four, prayer, meditation, faith, whatever your spiritual practice is. If you don't have one, start creating one. For me, it was waking up early and meditating for a few minutes and then going into a deep prayer and reading some verses from the Bible. I have a Bible app and I read from that every morning and read the Bible verse of the day. And it really set the tone for my day. And I spoke and prayed to God throughout the day. Number five, channeling my pain into something bigger than myself and my pain. So beginning to create a different relationship with your problem and shift your perspective. And that only happens last. Once you go through steps one through four, you get to a point where you've done so much healing that you're ready to really contribute and to give to something bigger than yourself and really have a purpose in your pain. You might be there today. And so I hope that some of these solutions are there for you to continue to guide and push you forward into helping all of us create a different world that we all want to see for ourselves and generations to come. All right, sister friend. So I hope that this episode gives you permission to choose a different way to carry your pain and to remember that it doesn't have to be as heavy as you have made up your mind to be about it, that you can create a different relationship with your problem, that you can heal and shift and transform just like I did. If you found any value in this episode, I would so appreciate if you subscribe and rate and review the show, share it with a friend as this is a free resource for women who are healing. This will really empower women to take control of their healing and to live their best life. Here's what's coming up next with my events. I want you to know about all the juicy details for Spain. We are heading to San Sebastian, Spain in October 2020. And I want you to travel with purpose this year so that you can heal and transform from all your pain and 
The women that are going to be on this retreat are going to be on the same page as you, ready to dive deep and ready to just embrace life and one another and themselves. Bali was sold out and so many of you reached out afterwards wanting to come and unfortunately could not but that's why Spain is here so that you can come to Spain with me and amazing other women submit your application today visit aditsi.com it's available in the show notes and you can apply today and we can book our flight to Spain follow me on Instagram at adichuchagi for daily inspiration and motivation and education on your healing journey and if you want to work one-on-one with me I offer life coaching services for women who are on their healing journey. The services are available on aditsi.com. Again, the website's in the show notes and you can see and view what packages might be of interest to you. I want you to say this out loud with me wherever you are. I am committed to being a better person today than I was yesterday. Better thoughts, better decisions, better actions. All right, sister friend, I hope that you even go back and replay that and say it out loud with so much vibrancy in your soul and that you will go out there and heal and transform and truthfully that you just live the life that you deserve, that we all deserve. Save the date. Next Friday's episode will be all about how to protect your energy and boundaries. It will be juicy. 